Michelle Kowalski runs a coffee house in Seward, Alaska, and everyone in the community of 2,800 people thinks they know the best way to run it. Everybody has an opinion. It's like everybody in here, you're like, you know, Michelle, you know what you should do in the coffee house. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. She says she's okay with it because she's not the only one being barraged with ideas. Everyone has opinions about how to improve the whole town. An organization Kowalski works with, Wellness for All, deals with this constant influx of ideas by inviting everyone to an annual community planning day called Seward Strong. Everybody has the opportunity to kind of get up for, I think it's 90 seconds, something like that, where they're like, this is what Seward needs. Then people vote on what they think will work best, and those ideas are seeded with small grants. So what makes an event like this possible? Lots of collaboration and a bit of money from the Seward Community Foundation. Hi, I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at the people and programs working to make Alaska communities stronger. Today, we're looking at how to turn a little money into a lot of money that can keep giving back to a community far into the future. A few years back, an older fellow named Tony Rollo lived in Seward. He used to go to the public library a lot where he met Patty Linville. He uh, was very proud of the fact that he could wear a lot of sweaters and not spend a lot of money on heat. He lived in a very um, kind of subsufficient house, I guess you'd say. By the time Rollo passed away, he had saved nearly $2 million. He donated it to the Seward Community Foundation. Linville now sits on their board. The bequest is invested in a statewide charitable fund, along with other donations, and the Seward organization relies on the interest the fund earns to help local groups. The money has funded big projects, like the area's first hospice program, and small things, like studded tires for the Rustling Club's van. Linville says years ago, before the foundation started, small projects required a lot of work. When my kids were little, I was the president of the uh, Tsunami Swim Club, and we had a lot of bake sales. Now, the organization uses the interest from their endowment to give out monthly mini-grants of up to $1,000. This makes it a lot easier for people to focus on the mission of their nonprofit than than trying to always figure out how they're going to manage the funding. So. Mariko Serafin is with the Statewide Alaska Community Foundation, which works with 10 different affiliates, including the Seward Foundation. They help the smaller groups manage their money, and the local groups make decisions on how to use the earnings. Altogether, the affiliates have given out 800 grants over the past 10 years, totaling more than $1.3 million. Serafin says Seward's story is unique. Most communities don't get such a large pot of seed money. But the local foundations have attracted many donors. This is really investing in the long-term health and well-being of each of their communities. And I actually think it's the most powerful vehicle of philanthropy because the money is is always going to be there for the community. Percentage comes off and, and pays for grant making uh, now, but it's really meant to be a long-term solution. It took $2,000 from the Seward Community Foundation to get the Seward Strong Planning Day going. These days, Kowalski, the coffee shop owner, helps organize the event. But during the first meeting in late 2016, she was a participant when someone made a pitch to build a community garden. Yeah, and it was my friend Callie who brought it up. And it was funny because I was there pitching an idea. And I was like, dang it, Callie's going to win. <laughs> her idea is so good. <laughs> her friend did win. 
Now, an open grassy area near Resurrection Bay hosts garden boxes with leafy greens spilling over the sides and pots of herbs flowering in the center near a park bench. Garden's looking good. Walking through the plots on a windy summer day, Kowalski says the simple idea grew into a big thing. Not only does it help, it, does it bring the community together, so because there's planting days and there's planning days, but it's also this learning about um, growing food. And then there's also the actual food, <laughs> you know, so it nourishes the community. And the Seward Community Foundation is hoping to nourish the community too, with little bits of money at a time. Looking for other ways organizations are helping each other out? Check out the Solutions Desk podcast on iTunes and Google Play or alaskapublic.org slash solutions. In Seward, I'm Ann Hillman.